back to the Four Huntsmen. It has been quite a minute since we last spoke to everybody, but we're here today with Joey. Hello. Paul. Hello. And this is Kyle. Uh, when we last spoke to everybody, we were still uh, at the point where a couple of houses weren't confirmed yet for Halloween Horror Nights. And now, here we are, uh, three days removed from the opening night of Halloween Horror Nights 28. Snap. It has been a while, I guess. It's been a minute. We've had a couple of things that have popped up called uh, Real Life. And, uh, you know, we're here now. We're going to cover a lot of ground. So uh, sit back. Strap yourself in. Uh, you know, this might be a good way to kill some time while you're in line for Stranger Things. Yes. So we're going to talk a little bit about Halloween Horror Nights, a little bit about Hollow Scream in Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. It's also opening this week in Tampa, Screamageddon, and uh, whatever else we feel like talking about. Because you know what? This is our show. Are we going to talk about iOS 12? Because that's pretty scary. iOS 12, yes. You know what the scary thing? I After... Uh, after checking in the Cabana Bay and being up all night, I actually I waited until 3 o'clock in the morning to order an iPhone for the first time ever at that release point with pre-sale. So I have a, I have a little thing planned for that that ties into horror that's, uh, that'll be coming up on the View from the Cheap Seats Network. Ooh. But Look at that. Let, let's get into this. Uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, you know, we had a thing that happened uh, last week. Um, that uh, kind of threw a wrench into our Halloween Horror Nights plans. What 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 was shaking there, Paul? Yeah, so uh, you know, Hurricane Florence, um, and I I don't want to make light of it because ultimately um, Hurricane Florence canceled flights um, out of uh, Virginia Beach, and uh, I was not able to make it down for opening weekend of Halloween Horror Nights. I I, I debated coming earlier. Uh, but at the time when that decision would have to be made, I, I they felt... have pills for that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but at the time that that decision would have to be made, I felt kind of guilty about leaving my family in what could have potentially been a category four hurricane. Um, so flights were canceled, hotels were canceled. I've rescheduled. I'll be down there uh, mid October instead of uh, opening weekend. Uh, I'm sorry to have missed opening weekend, uh, but. Uh, Hurricane Florence, you know, thankfully up here did very little. Um, there, there are still some remnants uh, that are popping out of it because uh, it's still a tropical storm and it's like a series of storms that it's still actually affecting areas of Virginia. But in general, uh, thankfully, very little damage up here. But the damage with me is done. I've missed opening weekend of Halloween Horror Nights. However, two, two horsemen... We're able to make it. Uh, that's like fifty percent. Fifty percent. We are we're at a fifty percent success rate. <laughs> yeah. So it, it it was not the same without you there or without you know, without your foreboding presence. <laughs> um, but uh, and and thoughts are, and uh, prayers are going out to the folks in North and South Carolina that are um, really suffered at this point from Hurricane Florence. So I'm glad that it didn't do as much uh, projected damage to Virginia Beach and to you guys, uh, you know, over over that way that some other folks had. But um, Halloween Horror Nights, um, it, was, it was a sold-out edition on Friday night and I believe on Saturday night as well. Uh, I think it was, uh, you know, probably better than Universal had expected to uh, ever have. 
but it also turned out um, as a result into uh, what seemed to be a lot of scrambling and a lot of operational uh, gaps or issues. Um, you know, so I, I think you know we have the scales here of you know is this the best Halloween Horror Nights ever um, compared with uh, how do we manage the crowds that we're bringing in now because of Halloween Horror Nights? And uh, you know it, it was it was a tough go on Friday night to be quite honest. It was a lot different than other year opening nights. Joey, any initial thoughts? Yeah, it was crowded. Now, um, I, I liked it, but the first night was definitely, uh, <clears throat> it was a nightmare. I mean, that was the first time ever with Express that I wasn't able to do everything. I left early. Um, the weather didn't help at all. And, yeah, that's uh, right. It was 105 degrees at the, the start of the event, real feel. Yeah. And like 98 straight up temperature, so... It was uh, it was brutal. Saturday night though was betterish, um, but uh, I mean I dodged. I think the biggest traffic uh, traffic jam was that exit coming out of Trick or Treat and Seeds of Extinction, and we dodged that entirely Saturday night. I don't know if they fixed it. They did fix it. So there were um, many complaints, and for folks that were not able to attend the event, um, if you went to the event last year where the house location was for Ash versus Evil Dead. That's uh, just a little further beyond that is where they placed their 10th house for this year. So I think we're talking about old parade building and I think new parade building. Um, and it, it uh, the, the lines to get out of that area, which is a super long walk to, to begin with, um, merged together. Uh, to form one super line. So if you're going to either of those houses, it was taking you at least 20 to 30 minutes just to exit the house. And in fact, you know, when we went through Seeds of Extinction, uh, we actually couldn't complete the house at a normal pace because we got stuck a couple of times with folks uh, not able to spill out of the exit because the line was backed up so long. So, uh, But I know that they, they fixed the, the merge points and the express points to, to enter, so that that wouldn't happen again. But, wow. Yeah, it was nothing but, I mean, Saturday night, too, my uh, my wife showed up, and she bought the the regular just month-long pass without Express and paid for Express that night. Only got to do three houses because um, my father, like her dad, his pass, he has, like, the, what was it, $600? What's the highest end one? Five or $600? Yeah, old. And uh, every house they went in initially basically told him, it was invalid <laughs> and they wanted to take his pass away. Uh, they finally went to get services, waited an hour and a half. And, uh, you know, she, her majority of her night was wasted doing that. They wouldn't even give her back, you know, front of the line for another night. So it's, there's just a lot of drama going on for us that weekend. Yep. And I think that, you know, probably, I mean, aside from other things like in carnival graveyard, I think part of the house, um, fell apart at one point people got dumped i was Saturday there night. yep i was in that group yeah that took about 30 minutes and uh you know last but not least for the the operational things at least um opening night stranger things the line grew to such a mass that if you've got to the event in prior years you kind of you know know that if you get in line uh, before the park closes it's kind of like in before the cut um they, they'll finish out the line for the 
the rest of the people that are in it for the night. And uh, the line was averaging somewhere like two, three hours, I think, at that point. And people were in line for about an hour and a half. Um, but, you know, come like one thirty in the morning, they told everybody, you know, have a great night. Line, you know, parks closed, get out. And uh, that they had a, a major issue with that. So I think that what the, the solve for that is to close the lines earlier in the night. So if you're looking to do stranger things and your strategy is to go there last, uh, you know, at, at, at the night and you're in the regular line, uh, the regular line is going to be capped at an earlier time in the night. So there were plenty of things to work through. But again, I think it's, you know, th- those were problems that um, anybody would want to have because, you know, they're basically Scrooge McDucking it in over um, in the offices at Universal at this point. So let's talk about the content, though. What did you like? I liked uh, my number. So neck and neck for me. And I think it's for a lot of people. Poltergeist and Sinister Cinema. Those to me are like one and two. Um, Poltergeist probably number one. And uh Number three would be Scary Tales and followed closely by Stranger Things. Okay. That's top of my list. Yeah, I think, um, you know, IP-wise, Poltergeist is the top of the list, and that was the the sleeper. You know, I think that was one that, you know, you kept saying it was going to be good. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you, you honestly, I I think the house is much better than the movie itself. You know, it's... It's it's incredible. That is an experience to go through. Yeah, I mean, um, the house is the last fifteen minutes of the movie, like the best part of the movie. Yeah, it it is absolutely incredible. Everything is perfect from set design down to the actors, to the to the puppets, to the props. It's it's absolutely amazing. Um, you know, I think non IP wise, my favorite house is Slaughter Cinema. Uh, awesome from the queue. All the way going through the house, really fun ride, uh, especially for people that like classic B type horror movies. Um, you know, you're seeing the posters of the movies that you're supposedly uh, walking through, and then seeing the the creatures or monsters from those movies as you're going through those sections of the house. It, it's that was a, a hell of a lot of fun. Um, but I think my third favorite house. I mean, it starts to get really difficult because they're so good this year. Um, I really liked Dead Exposure. That was legitimately the the first house that I was scared to go through because it, it's such a difficult house to see in. It's 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 basically all strobes, you know. So if you're you know kind of Homer Simpson or or Kramer, you know, you're gonna be laying on the floor um, in convulsions. But um, there's like a there's a amazing subway car scene in that house, and you know it. When when things are jump scaring you, there's so much stuff to distract you and disorient you as you're going through that it, it's it's pretty terrifying to go through that house. Scary tales I liked a lot also. Um, you know, there's there's some really great one-liners in that house, including the you know where, where's your wizard now? Um, unbelievable bungee action in the house, and you know, it's it's it, it's like a dream come true if you like any of the the classic like. Um, fairy tale type things and carnival graveyard um also absolutely amazing so many easter eggs in the house so many easter eggs from you know jack stuff to bone daddy from last year and um the actors were amazing in that house also i think so um so those were the things that i, I liked i mean stranger things how could you not like it it's it's uh you know it's, it's this year's aliens versus predator 
I didn't like it the first time I went through it. The second time I loved it. It looks beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's not scary, but it's, it, they, they, but the one thing that they did in stranger things this year that they haven't done in prior years, you know, with like walking dead is that they, they cast actors that look very similar to the actors that are in the actual TV show. And they're spread through the house. You know, the, the actress that they had uh, playing 11 was spot on. Um, you know, the same thing with Dustin, um, it was just really, really well done. Um, the set design is, is gorgeous in the house. Um, you know, again, not necessarily something scary, but, um, what a promotional tool for the TV show. Wait, is there actually a really an 11 in there that's alive? Yeah. Which one? It's the last scare of the house. I thought that was a dummy. There is a dummy. And then there's an 11 after the dummy. So the very, very last thing, right, where the hand comes up. Oh, man, that, yeah, the first night we saw that, she didn't do anything, and we kept staring at her, like, is she alive or is she a mannequin? Wow, that's insane. I thought she was, oh. Yeah, there's two. So there's one that's in the room that kind of reminds me of, like, the Men in Black type um, glass in case uh, room. The gla- the classroom scene? Yeah. And then, yeah, that uh, one's fake. Yeah, and then there's an actress in there. See, yeah, she's a, she's a dead ringer. All those kids... I mean, they're not kids. They're obviously over 18, I'm assuming, but ridiculous, like, faces, everything. It's They look just like them. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I didn't have, you know, a lot to complain about. Halloween 4 is, uh, you know, it's the house of, like, 30 Michael Myers. Um, There's a lot lot of Michael Myers in there. There's Icebox Mike is the most memorable Mike, and um, there's, like, one of... They do a Pepper's Ghost type trick with one of the mics in the house also that, that was kind of effective. But he kind of looks like the poster for that movie, Eraserhead, or like yeah. he's kind of like this Afro type wig as Michael Myers. Um, so really kind of fixated on that. Blumhouse, I, you know, I, I know I am very, very much in the minority on this, but I mean, I love Happy Death Day. And I start some people complaining like, you know, the house is the same room over and over again. And, you know, that's the movie. <laughs> Yeah, that's what the movie was. <laughs> um, but I, I, I had a lot of fun in that house, all the way up to the point where that part ends and it goes in the purge. And then you're like, hmm, damn, now I got to walk through like four or five more rooms with people with guns. But yeah, purge, I mean, I didn't think Blum, I thought there was far worse this year than Blumhouse. Uh, the purge part of it is uh, that could have been anything. I mean, it looks good. Some of the parts I'm like, wow, this looks great. But like you said, it's just the same guys and dollar tree masks jumping out of you with plastic guns uh plus i i saw happy death day so walking through it i was like yeah this is the movie i mean it has the cupcake or it had a cupcake well it Uh, didn't have the cupcake when i went through it because some asshat stole the cupcake off the floor (laughs) (laughs) so there's that I, i look at halloween though that had to have been a last second decision i honestly really feel like it was supposed to be the new movie because when you go through Halloween four, it's like a Hollywood maze. It's just black walls and uh, last second. I mean, the end scene where he's getting shot at, it's just junk piles <laughs> in yeah. the room. If you look up, you see all of Shrek and it's just this. This can't be right. <laughs> this can't be right. The the only house I mean, and, and this is again where I think I'm way off compared to the majority here. I did not really enjoy Seeds of Extinction. Um, I think, you know, it, 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 it's basically, a, to me, it was kind of a house. Some of them 
well, let me put it this way. Almost all of the characters have like ghillie suit type costumes on, which I mean, nobody loves Manus Bush more than me, right? In the scare zones. But some of them have like hand puppets that were kind of funny to me, uh, you know, kind of reminded me of like, you know, Feed Me Seymour. But then some of them have these mouths on the ghillie suit, like right in their junk area. And the mouths look like the lips from the classic like Twizzler TV commercials from the 90s. You know, where it's like, mm, mm, mm. It, it's, it's hysterical. They look like uh, Krang from the yeah, Turtles. They're they just did. bad. Yeah, on a, like a, think of Oogie Boogie, but with Krang on his junk. <laughs> That's. I, I, and everybody's raving. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, like I said, we got stuck in that house the first time around, like right where the, the, the pipes are like drizzling the rain on you too. I mean, it, like it, it was, it was not a great experience to me. Um, I, 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 it was supposed to be a mall. I never got that feeling. And no, I just wanted to leave. Yeah. I think Mary early on, Mary nailed it when she goes, they look like chicken heads for the hand puppets that everybody had. Yeah. And they really do look like just chicken puppets on hands, just gawking at you. <laughs> I, I, to me, I, I think that I, I put that at the bottom of the list. That that's that's a, that's the number ten for me. Um, Trick or treat, I liked. You know, I'm, I I don't know if I liked it better than the scare zone because I like the the whole concept of it being open air. But um, the house was great. You know, we saw this amazing house out in um, L.A. for uh, or Long Beach for um, Midsummer Scream, and that house was very compact where it was just like you know three or four rooms with the characters kind of jumping out, but. The costumes were in line, you know, with what we saw um, in this trick or treat. I don't think the costumes were any better. They reused the the throw up kid, that that, that entire prop, like you know, kind of sitting on the steps, um, you know, and uh, the school bus is in there, and it, it, it's it's really a, a, a great you know um, tribute to the movie. Uh, but you know, I I wasn't overwhelmed with it. The other thing about trick or treat that kind of threw me off is that it was there was. Keep in mind, we just said it was like 105 degrees, um, real feel outside. That that house had no air conditioning. Yes, yeah. so I, I the actors must be dying of like heat exhaustion in that house, unless we just went when the air wasn't working at that particular time. But wow, so there was another house that I couldn't wait to get through because it was so damn hot inside of it. I went to trick or treat once. I I mean I I gotta redo because the first time I went through it, I was just kind of like. Eh, it looks great, but uh, I don't know if it's really doing it for me. Um, but I said the same thing about Stranger Things, and then look what happened. <clears throat> Paul, any thoughts on houses? Oh, I loved them all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I saw some videos, and as far as what I'm looking forward to, uh, Carnival Graveyard, I'm really looking forward to seeing. In, in person uh, that one was was the top of my hype list even before going in but i gotta say and we, we talked about this on the show uh poltergeist <laughs> I, I was i was cautiously optimistic but it seems to be universally loved uh so i'm actually really really looking forward to that one that yeah, was really good carnival Polter- graveyard has this one scare where they have like these oil cans that have a chain going through them and there's a there's like a clown or a carny that um throws the cans into each other right above your head as you're going through. So when that house was evac the other night, I was like, Oh my God, please tell me like the giant oil can did not like fall on somebody's head or something because, um, it's not a scare actor scaring you. My, my 
thought is like I'm I'm scared of needing to like go to Morgan and Morgan or something after I go to Holiday Horror Nights because of the way these things are strung up. No, what happened was we got in, we walked in Carnival Carnage, uh, we got right to the marquee, and then we stopped inside the maze, like underneath that little awning. And uh, three minutes later, we just started seeing everybody like push forward, pointing towards the door, and so. Everyone was kicked out. We were standing right by the entrance. Um, I won't name names. We were there with the internet royalty. And uh, people were saying metal fell. Like some metal piece just like slammed down, didn't hit anybody. And uh, the ops, everyone in the line started asking the ops people. And they were just giving the usual, uh, you know, they won't tell you what it was. But they were kind of just saying like uh, technical difficulties. But. Everybody who was in the front was saying, like, I don't know which metal piece because there's several above you, but something just flew straight down. So then you just kind of saw an engineer go in halfway through and, uh, and they let everybody back in. You know, and I, mean, I, 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 I do want to say that Joey just referred to it as Carnival of Carnage, which just brings to mind that they just need insane clown posse at this event. Oh, gee, am I still... Am I, I'm naming everything wrong. You're a juggalo. Oh. Just admit it. Let's call the other one Sinister Cinema. Yeah, I've had a long weekend. <laughs> I, I thought the Carnival of Carnage... I, I thought aesthetically it looks amazing. It's very, very close quarters. It's kind of reminded me of The Walking Dead the last time they did it, where everything's in front of you. It's in your face. Oh, really? Because, you know, it's funny in the, the, the concept art and the photos, you know, it certainly seems like a, a big open... You know, like junkyard. Uh, but I guess not. Mm-mm. I yeah. thought it was super close quarters. I think. I think the best thing in there for me was there's a tunnel of love, and uh, so you, cool. you got to watch them because they come out. They each do like their little, you know, stab at you and turn, and then they lock eyes and they just start making out, and then they disappear again. It's it's such a cool house. There's so many things in there. The giant bone daddy head is awesome, and they've got the jack bag from the the show. 25 and so many cool things. Jack, you you know, no, it's a good thing. Like I went through and I was like, wow, the value of my bag is going up now. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, they have scare zones this year. Um, and it, you know, it's on paper. It looked like the scare zones were going to be like probably the strongest scare zones that they've ever had. Right. So we've got revenge of Chucky killer clowns, the Harvest, Twisted Tradition, and Vamp 85, and I am a huge scare zone person. And, uh, you know, the, the zones, um, I, I think that, you know, after going through them three nights and spending a good chunk of time on them, it, it's really hit and miss, right? So um, I got to start with, um, we'll go in order here, what's on their website. Revenge of Chucky, um, everybody was wondering if, uh, Chucky's Insult Emporium would be making its way over to the East Coast, and they do have the setup for uh, you know puppet Chucky in the zone. And uh, a couple times you can see the guy behind the the thing. I, I'm forever mystified as to how they're able to hear the crowd so clearly to respond back and forth because it's so loud in that zone. But um, you know that's what I end up like f- focusing on because there's not a whole lot else to focus on in that zone. The puppet is uh, beautiful. It operates really well. It interacts. Um, it is a PG scare zone. So um, anything that you know from the Hollywood version um, doesn't necessarily apply here, or even what you would expect Chucky to say or do. 
um, from the movies. He is uh, he's a well-behaved Chucky in this zone. And I think probably the things that he says the most are things like, Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. I think... Yeah, he's very uh, he's very 2018. Um, it's, I don't want to jump the gun to Mickey's not so scary, but I was there last night, and one of the things I was looking forward to is the Haunted Mansion because all the videos and photos I saw, like you know, Madame Leota or somebody sitting on the lawn. Yeah. But in all actuality, she's just like a heckler that makes fun of everybody in line. Yep. And she was more insulting than Chucky. <laughs> it's true. So um, Chucky. He, it, you know, he basically asks people, you know, like, hey, what do you do for a living? And you're like, oh, well, you know, I, I sell uh, milk at the store. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, figures. And you're like, <laughs> that's not really a very good put down. You know, like there's there's more meat to be had there. And I think that that can really develop um, if they take the muzzle off, you know, or the restraint bar. Um, the rest of that zone, though. Oh my God! Like um, it is not. Uh, it is the opposite of good. Let's put it that way. So there's there's really let me put it this way across all of the zones. There's not a lot of scaring that's going on at all this year. Everything is, um, you know, it's it's kind of like buying the highest end Mustang and then you know buying it in automatic and never wanting to open it up um you know and it, it everything is gorgeous and it has the capability to 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 go max and it just doesn't i mean the other stuff that's in the zone i know that the, there's still some other props that haven't come out yet for that zone also but you know they've got these care bear looking guys and um i guess they're they're um workers from the zone there's actually the owner of the toy company that walks around it's just like we call them like suit and tie guy um and there's, uh, you know, there's like a, a mannequin and a barrel of monkeys and stuff. They don't – there's no scaring that's happening for the most part. And then, you know, Chucky insults people for like seven to ten minutes or some, somewhere in that range. And then he possesses everybody. He does this it's, – it's absolutely ridiculous. And all of the rest of the cast in the street are all like raising their arms up in the air and like they're they're – being possessed it, it is it, it i can't express what a disappointment it is to go through that zone as to what it could be versus what it is no it was um <laughs> the first thing i saw was a guy in a diaper and that's uh, right the big baby guy yeah i mean the barrel of monkeys i was like that's cute uh but the doll i mean now i'm coming from years of hollywood having a chucky that I was afraid to walk by it with the even 30 feet because um, he'll just rip on you. I mean, he was vicious. So this one, I mean, I was standing right by the stage. I'm like, he's just handing out participation ribbons. Like, <laughs> There's nothing bad about this guy. So, I, I yeah, that, that one, I mean, I didn't see the, most of the scare zones, but Killer Clowns was a giant photo op, which is fine because they look amazing. Um they're and too I made weak a, and weighty to be able to actually do any scaring. Yeah, so there's no there's nowhere for them to hide either, and they are big, which I think be a problem if they were ever in a house. Uh, the Vamp eighty five to me was the music was just amazing, um, especially when the, the ball drops and the greatest band of all time plays. But 
all the others. I mean, the scare zone, the beginning of the park, they have like a pumpkin on stilts. I remember that. And everything else, I think, was just like chainsaws. Well, yeah. So here's a here's a good thing. So I do agree with Killer Clowns. It's it's a photo op. It's it's Killer Clowns to me looks amazing. And I saw some people commenting on our videos and saying like the masks look ridiculous, like they're from Party City and everything. I I don't get that. No. I mean, I think that they they it, you know the those characters were designed and created with with true love for that movie yeah. from the people that work at Universal, and it looks spectacular. They just can't move around, you know. So there's very limited action. They, so, but the Revenge of Chucky, that stuff could be changed or, or flipped around on a dime, you know. If you tell these guys, like, you know, the the point is no longer to be interacting with people, but to scare the hell out of people. Um, you know, you know, put the pedal put the pedal down on the floor and let, let's get the scares up. Um, Vamp eighty five is uh, it's a fun zone. It you know, I liken it to Pleasure Island, you know, where the countdown to New Year's Eve was happening all the time. But you have all of these vampire type characters that at first glance, you'd say, you know, there goes vampire Michael Jackson or vampire Prince and so forth. But it's really not those characters. It's uh, the 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 inside track is that the uh, the uh, the characters that you see in the zone are just playing that they're they're doing a homage to their heroes at the time so it would be like if you were in the 80s and somebody was a huge michael jackson fan and they decided to dress up like michael jackson to to attend the new york festivities so that way they're they're not necessarily um performing or portraying those characters um in person um so it's it's fun it's uh you know until last night i didn't think vamp was um scary necessarily although you know MVP showed up last night in that zone when I was there, and uh, you know it's it's one more that I think um, you know they could really put the pedal to the floor, and uh, they could get a lot of good scares in that zone, especially if people are lured into thinking it's like selfie land, and uh, the characters turn around and scare people instead. But it's uh, it's a, it's another fantastic area with the the props and everything, and Twisted Tradition I thought looked gorgeous. Also, it's the usual type of pumpkins and the trees and and stuff like that but the costumes are phenomenal they have a couple of guys that are on stilts that light up completely and a couple of guys on the floor that have jack-o'-lantern heads and their heads light up like they're actually lit up like jack-o'-lanterns um it, it, unbelievable you know and uh i think it's really flying under the radar as far as zones that that are at the park and then the harvest in the front like you said there's like two stilt guys and there's Instead of man as bush, it's man as haystack. Um, it's I, I don't know why they even put that zone out to, to begin with. Like it to me, it's it's more of a nuisance now to walk through because the props are there and the sidewalks are kind of blocked a little bit to be able to, to get from one part of the park to the other. It's it's not very good. And then roamers. So you have the clowns in the back, which are kind of like the roaming carnies that are tied loosely to um, carnival um, graveyard. The clowns are the only zone, in my opinion, that are actually actively working to get scares from people constantly. People are screaming back there by Springfield again. So it is certainly, I think, the most scary scare zone. And the costumes look great. They're not the same clown costumes from the prior years. They invested a lot, I believe, in costumes for those clowns this year. Everybody fell asleep now. (laughs) I, uh, yeah. Paul went out to get a pizza. 
<laughs> I wish. Pizza sounds pizza great. Pizza um, fries. Ah, pizza fries. I did not touch pizza fries. Everything had a line. The first night, food, beer, everything was just... It was ridiculous. Uh, so, second night, calm down. The first night, when we went to Fast Food Alley, you know, over in Springfield, to try to get something quick, um, the line was, like, out the door to be able to get food. It was a madhouse. I've never seen anything like it. But then when people were going to pay, the registers went down, and people were... Um, ringing things up by using calculators and taking cash only at the register. That's how busy it was and the operational issues. So we'll bring this all the way around here. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. if I make a recommendation, do not, I repeat, do not get any of those specialty drinks in those square cups. They are disgusting. Uh, it's, it's bad. I haven't had a drop of alcohol at Halloween Horror Nights this year. But I, 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 I spent spent more time drinking water the first night. <laughs> I did buy. They have a thirty dollar Coke freestyle cup. That's you know you can buy it if you have a frequent fair fear or ultimate pass. Um, it's good for every single night of the event and the daytime leading up to it until I think November fifth. So it's thirty bucks, but you're refilling it the entire month. You know, month and a half um, for free. You know, essentially just for the cost of the cup. Um, and you know, at least not having to spend like five or six bucks every time that you want to buy, um, yeah, you know, water or Powerade or soda or something. So those Powerades really add up. I I got two of them. They were four bucks each. They do it up. So, but in any event, that's uh, you know, that's horror night so far. So that was opening weekend. Um, and I know the first comments that people normally have, like as far as the operation things go and everybody rolls their eyes and says like, well, it's opening night or opening weekend. Um, they've been doing this 27 years before this. Um, you know, there's uh, there's a reason why they win best um, haunted attraction every year um, because they're the best. And they, they're, you know, you learn from what you do year over year. And I think that's why this year there was so much frustration that when uh, opening night happened the way that it did, that, uh, you know, you, uh, you you plan for the worst and hope for the best, and that didn't seem to be the case. But I am confident that uh, at least crowd control will get better. But if folks are looking to come to this event for the rest of the run, expect to be waiting an awfully long time. And if you're looking at Stay and Scream, um, it's not that great of an option for the front houses of the park. You know, if you think you're going to get out of Stay and Scream and run over to Stranger Things and be able to knock that out really quick in the beginning. Um, you know, Stranger Things at opening for Stay and Scream the last uh, couple of nights have has basically been, you know, an, an hour to two hours uh, wait out of the gate. So um, It's the equivalent of it's trying to rope drop Avatar and Snow White at the same time. It's that yeah. that thing is just the horde just you're not going to get to it. Trust me, even if you do with Express my advice, because the first night, if you use Express right away on Stranger Things, you're going to have a wait. Because everybody and their mother runs there. The second night, we went around 9.30, 10, which I think was the prime time. Because most of the people that have already wanted to do it or had Express already wasted it. And you're right at that point before they start selling the new batch of Express that starts at 10 p.m. So second night, we got in there within 10 minutes. The first night, we waited 45. So we're going to completely go down a different lane here. Um, keep it in Orlando for a moment. Uh, Mickey's Not So Scary started up. 
for everybody that also complained that Halloween Horror Nights was starting too early this year, <laughs> Mickey's Not So Scary started a full month earlier than Halloween Horror Nights this year, and it started in August. Um, I went opening night, was also sold out, super packed. Um, I had a you know fun time. It's essentially the same event that it's been every year, um, except they uh, added like a, a live actor in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, and they shut the lights off in uh, uh, Space Mountain, and they had a different lighting package for the teacups. Um, but Joey went last night. What did you think? Well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna stop you right there. Actors in Pirates. Oh. Act well, there's doors. one actor that they're looking for, but there's a guy that's looking for that actor. So and on the ride itself is only one guy. No, well, okay, the ride itself there's one guy, and he was actually awesome last night. And then you have the guy when you board, and then there was two of them in the prison cell. So you know it was oh. quite the Shakespearean piece last night. Mm. Space Mountain in the dark, greatest of all time. I cannot say enough good things. I did it. See, when you went, it was crowded. Last night when I went, it was pretty close to when I did the uh, After Hours, the Magic Kingdom, where there's nobody in the park. Because last night, everything was almost a walk-on. And Space Mountain was like five minutes. So we did that a few times. That was amazing. The teacups, I could care less. I did it anyway. But Pirates, to me, was great. Um, Haunted Mansion, I liked a lot. I've never been to it, so... I can see where everybody's coming from. Didn't really get to catch the parade. Caught it from a distance. And my biggest disappointment was I really wanted to see the Headless Horseman. That's kind of why I wanted to go more than anything. I got my photo in front of the Haunted Mansion. And yep. uh, I refused to pay $70 for it. So, see what happens. <laughs> uh, Over. I liked it. You didn't get to see the, haunted, the, the Headless Horseman run, ride down before the parade? No, we... Um, we were having a uh, how do I put this half half my group. I went with my uh, wife, my in laws, and my brother, and my sister in law, and um, someone in our group got like I don't know food poisoning, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so there was kind of those moments where we had to hang back and make sure they were okay or figure out what they want to do next. And at that time is when the the first parade started, so missed that completely. Then the second time. Well, the second parade was actually, and the fireworks actually postponed last night because of the lightning and thunder. So, couldn't really predict when that was going to start. We just kept going on Space Mountain. But now I just have more to look forward to next time. Excellent. Yeah, the parade generally the the biggest draw of that event, the parade and the fireworks for Mickey's Not So Scary. Did you guys get a lot of candy at least? Yeah, they. Uh, I mean, I kind of stopped caring after a while because I didn't want to carry anything. But um, at the end of the night. They just start filling bags, and instead of just putting candy in your bag, they just offer you a full bag of candy. Oh, my goodness. Like, they were just trying to get rid of it. I mean, we went on Peter Pan because Peter Pan was a walk-on, and I mainly wanted to see the the bedroom with Tinkerbell and all that stuff because I've never seen it before. And we were kind of backed up. I'm like, what's the holdup? We come around the corner, and they're just sitting there with, like, bags of candy, like, trying to force people to take it with them. So... <laughs> My brother and sister-in-law, yeah, they uh, they got enough candy for trick or treaters for the next two years. They're, they're they're well off. I'm still eating my candy from a month ago. Still have half of a bag left. It, it's good. I mean, I just kept picking Starburst whenever I would go up with them. They'd try to give me like a pile. I'm like tossing stuff back in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't try. Did not try any of the food offerings. Um, 
Yeah, I didn't do any of that. You are a horrible man on the street. Ah, uh, yeah, well. <laughs> so, by the way, um, Paul was also supposed to be at Mickey's Not So Scary this week. Yeah, and to hear that mostly everything was a walk-on. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, not at Mickey's Not So Scary Hall- Halloween party, um, but in Disney Springs, uh, Jock Lindsay's hangar bar i'm looking at twitter right now has like halloween drinks limited edition forbidden apple and autumn Uh, smash cocktails with uh like little forbidden apple glow cube things in them uh yeah if i if you know here's a tip for anybody that wants the glow cube you can buy a soda and still get it so there you go get your glow cube at jock Lindsay's hangar bar and uh I, I would stay away from the Autumn Smash drink. Um, this is all coming from a very reliable source deep within that building. Trust me. <laughs> Jock Lindsay himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but if, if you can actually buy a bottle of water and uh, get the the light bulb. It's $4 on top of whatever drink. So, I mean, people come in all the time. Huh, good to know. Uh, yeah, make sure your bulb actually turns off, though, when you get it. Otherwise, send it back. There's been a lot of problems with that. This is a lot of information about glow cubes. Well, you know, the view, the viewers, the listeners want to know. <laughs> um, there are people that come in specifically for the key. I'm sure I know where they all end up, but I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, I, I love Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Uh, I think it's a great event. Uh, like, you know, Kyle has mentioned this in his video. There's not many changes from year to year. Um but I think uh, I, I still tend to enjoy it. I'm I'm sorry that I was a, that I missed out on it this year. I doubt I'm going to go to it when I'm there in October. Um, but I'm I'm glad they at least made some changes this year with the addition of the the pirates thing and the space mountain thing. Um, you know, the, I'm it, it sounds like they're at least trying to inject some new life into it. Not that they need to, right? Like it doesn't matter. It's going to be crowded no matter what. So at least they're putting forth an extra effort. It was, I mean, for my first time going, it's, I definitely think it's for people that want to dress up, mainly adults. Uh, so it's yeah. like a furry party? What happened to the costume? Yeah, I just, I mean, for me, it was, I want, you know, I think when you're younger, you're always like, you, you always see pictures or videos of like Magic Kingdom, for example, or the castle. And you're like, I want to see that one day. For me, I wanted to see the Haunted Mansion lit up with a heckler on the lawn. So, and, and I want to awesome. see the Headless Horseman. <laughs> I can't believe you missed it. You need to yeah, go back. I gotta go back, and I, th- I think that may or may not happen. I don't know. We Definitely not going to stay on site, though, for it. That was horrible. Ugh. <laughs> what do you mean, stay on site? Like you stayed in a hotel that evening? Yeah, site? we stayed. We did three nights at Cabana Bay, which I think is an amazing resort hotel at that price point. I uh, I can't say enough good things about it. Um, and then last night we, we checked out of Cabana Bay and we got a room. We went to another Valley Resort, Art of Animation. And, uh, that's not so, I don't know. Is that a value? I thought that's like a moderate, no? No, that's a value. It's that's considered like a value, but it's the most expensive value. Yeah. Yeah. It's the highest value. And when I walked into that room, it's like I accidentally walked into some five year old girl's birthday party or something. It just. I could not get away from the Little Mermaid if my life depended on it. The bed was like 
a foot away from the door. I'm listening to kids on the other side of the wall get ready at 6 a.m. to go to the parks. Yeah. The pool, you know, we went. We had a pool outside of our door, not the main pool, but we had one. We were like, let's go cool off. A third of the pool's lifeguard training, so they're saving, you know, plastic dolls from drowning. <laughs> just, I had to walk everywhere to do anything from the bus stop. And I'm like, you know, I get it at the price point. I get it for what it is. It's a bed, but the same price point that we, we all kind of looked at each other within minutes of being there. We should have stayed at Cabana Bay and Uber to Disney. So, yeah, it's because it's only probably about a $20 Uber. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, that lazy river is worth it. I mean, if you can get in there uh, when I don't curse it with bad weather, that lazy river is amazing. It's true. It's true. So let's talk about bad weather and its impact <laughs> on scare events. Because uh, Paul attended the uh, the intended opening weekend of Hollow Scream at Busch Gardens Williamsburg this past week. Last night, actually, right? Yeah, actually. So um, Busch Gardens Williamsburg uh, was originally intended to start their Hollow Scream event on Friday, September 14th uh, with um, a... Uh, a past member preview. So, you know, they have annual memberships and, and that was uh, Friday night was just for them. Then it was going to officially open to everyone on Saturday. And uh, there was actually a media event on Thursday. Well, due to the preparations they had to make for hurricane Florence, um, basically, and, and the threat of hurricane Florence, uh, the media event Thursday was canceled and the past member event was canceled. And then Saturday, I mean, they spent the time prepping for the hurricane, not actually setting up scare zones and outdoor things. Um, so they, they weren't fully operational, uh, but they, they still opened up on Sunday. Uh, and so what was opened up on Sunday were the, the shows, because all the shows are indoors. Uh, well, I should say almost all the shows, uh, because there is one outdoor show that's new this year. That's kind of like an opening ceremony thing that they didn't do, but all the indoor shows and, uh, four of the seven houses were open. So none of the scare zones, just four show, just the shows and four houses. Now, thankfully all the new houses this year are indoors. So I was able to hit all three of the new houses this year, um, including, uh, w one of them being vault 20. So this is the 20th anniversary of Coast Gardens Williamsburg hollow scream event. And that was like, if you remember the, you know, the, the 25th anniversary Jack house or the, um, the haunted or the, uh, the Halloween horror nights, I think it was the hollowed past that they did for HHN 20 or for, yeah, for HHN 20. Um, it's basically like a walk through the best scenes and characters and things, uh, in this case of hollow scream past, and so um, they featured like Mr. Carver from a couple years back. You got <laughs> Scarlet. Um, you had the Jack, the original icon of Hollow Scream. Um, like all the previous icons for Williamsburg showed up. Uh, you know, it was a really, really well done house. I really liked it. Some some callbacks to previous rooms from previous houses. Um, really loved that one. And hopefully, uh, at some point throughout the season, I'll, I'll try to get a, a view of it with the lights on so I can see some of the Easter eggs that are in there. Um, they also have dystopia, which is kind of like a, uh, it's, it's a 
kind of a post-apocalyptic type warehouse um warehouse construction type thing um that one was was really intense really like that and the other new house was demented dimensions which um is the the we talked about this was previously in tampa brought over to bush gardens williamsburg um i didn't care for it uh you know i i think i the, the story of it was just lost on me it just seemed kind of generic you know here's all the things you would expect to see in random haunted houses and i get that that was the point like it's supposedly different dimensions that you're seeing but i don't know it didn't that house didn't necessarily work for me um, i take it as like kind of like a twilight zone house you know because that's kind of the way it was presented here at least yeah like you were going yeah i just I, I don't know i didn't i didn't care for it that much um and the other house that was re- that was open was frostbite which was returning from last year um, which is kind of like a an ice fortress. It's kind of like if you took the White Walkers from Game of Thrones and made a haunted house out of them, because that's essentially the premise of the house. Um, and so this year they changed it from previous years, uh, or from last year. A little bit better. Um, still not my favorite house, but I really loved Vault. I really loved um, Dystopia. And one of the things that I liked about these houses, in two of the houses last night, they actually split your group. So you walk into a room and they'll point at you and say, you go this way and they'll point at the person behind you and they'll say, you go this way or, you know, or they'll split it every couple people. I think that helps with maybe line flow through the houses so that it's not just a straight conga line. Uh, but in addition, it, it also kind of encourages you to get repeat visits because there's different experiences depending on which path you take through the house. And that actually happened, um, I think, three times uh, last night, two times in, in dystopia and one time in frostbite. And I, I really liked that. You know, I really liked that. Oh, well, I wonder what's down that other hallway. I want to see that, you know, I want to go back and see that. So, you know, I'm, I will definitely be visiting the event when it's fully operational. I want to see all the new scare zones, um, and get, and get the full, the full hollow scream experience. So I'm going to try to check it out at least once or twice more this season. Yeah, they they did that splitting up thing at Bush Gardens, uh, Tampa last year with uh, I can't remember the name of the house. It was like themed after carnival. game show, the game show house. Yeah, it looked like a carnival tent. Yeah, and, and uh, it did not work very work very well. Let me tell you, like you know, nobody knew where they were going, and uh, it 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 just. I, I I took it as kind of like disastrous, you know, it's like people that were turning back around and trying to go the other way because they didn't know where to go. And, um, you know, hopefully they, it works better by you. I don't think that there was necessarily different things to see either direction either, because I kind of got the impression that it was kind of mirror imaged. Yeah, well, and it's possible. I only went through each house once, um, you know, obviously with there being an abbreviated uh, event. Uh, you know, some of the lines were were pretty long, um, so I didn't actually get a chance to go through anything more than once. But I'll, I'll let you know after my second visit. Yeah, I'm gonna have to know. And the same thing with the, uh, you know, I I need I, I need to know how cornered is and lumberhack. Those are good houses. <laughs> I we were joking around before we started talking officially on air here um, that the house names in Bush Gardens, Williamsburg are just amazing. Lumberhack. I, I think if I was having a couple of cocktails, I, I would be on the in stitches on the floor laughing about the names of these things. Mm, I don't know. I thought They're that great. Slaughter Cinema had good names. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Peace, baby. 
Shitty's kids. Uh, yeah. <laughs> was it like Swamp Beauty, Pumpkin Goods? It's like yeah. Um, Lumberhack. Lumberhack. <laughs> Lumberhack is fun too. <laughs> I'm stuck on Lumberhack. <laughs> and we actually, I, I mean, I've literally been thinking about Lumberhack all day. That that I had to pull up the site before while we were talking. I'm stuck on that name. <laughs> Unfortunately, Lumberhack was one of the outdoor houses. I wasn't able to see it. I'm just, I'm, I'm dead over the whole thing. But um, this weekend, for at least uh, the cheap seats household, we're heading to uh, our version of Hollow Scream also. So uh, we're not doing the media event on Friday. Think, you know, these media event things don't work um, out for us time wise. They just, they just don't. And. Uh, they're doing the media thing on Friday, and uh, Friday we're going to see uh, our friends over at Scream Again. Um, so it's kind of funny, you know. We spent three days at at uh, Halloween Horror Nights, and uh, you know, as far as streets and and uh, atmosphere go, um, I don't know if it was necessarily the most scary event with Halloween Horror Nights. Um, you know, the houses certainly can be scary, but uh, I am looking forward to. Um, really getting the crap scared out of me this weekend because i think screamageddon is one of the scarier events that we have um i'd say in the central florida area um and uh hollow scream the zones are some of the scariest uh that, that you see anywhere it's pitch black you have no idea what's what's coming up next um but hollow scream i'm very much looking forward to uh, going through Insomnia as a new house and uh, Simon Slaughterhouse. And uh, we've had a couple of folks already uh, kind of message us to, to look out <laughs> for those houses this week. So uh, I know we have a, a fairly large target on our backs and I'm really looking forward to getting out there. The funny thing about Hollow Scream in Tampa, it's down to um, six houses for this year. Um, and as you mentioned about Demented Dimensions, I think they literally sent that on a truck up the highway to you guys. Um, and uh, we're, we're left with six houses, but they are, uh, you know, I don't know about the two new houses, but the, the four remaining houses are the kind of the best of the crop of what they had. Motel Hell, Unearthed, um, Deathwater Bayou, and The Black Spot. And uh, I, I can't wait to get back to those houses, especially Motel Hell to me consistently. One of my favorite houses in the last two years going through there. It's been amazing. Um, and they have new scare zones this year. So they have uh, a Maniac Midway, um, Camp DOA, uh, Deadly Toys. Um, you know, from the pictures on the website, it looks absolutely terrifying. Um, Hell on Wheels. And uh, what I'm really looking forward to scare zone-wise is uh, the uh, the Day of the Dead scare zone. So it's kind of hyping it up that it's like a little um, mini parade. Um, to honor the dead that have gone before us. So I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, one thing that we didn't do last year, we only did the bumper cars with zombies, but they added the zombies to, uh, or other scare char characters to um, the other rides that are open during the event. So I'm looking forward to getting back to Cobra's Curse and uh, getting on that ride, hopefully with some baddies. But that's going to be pretty I awesome. I did that last year on, uh, was it Ch Cheetah Run? Yeah, well, yeah, I did it with the zombie. Um, <laughs> yeah, right, right on the right. Yeah, no, I, uh, it's weird. It was random because I was by myself, and they kind of just put her in there with me, and uh, she kept like screaming right at the launches, like right in my ear. 
<laughs> and then just kind of like awkwardly staring at me the entire time and it wasn't anything I signed up for so <laughs> looking forward to that um, but before we get to Hollow Screen we get to Screamageddon and uh, they've got a Rage 3D house this year that's new so I'm imagining that they're just repurposing the clown house that they've had in prior years um, which has worked really well 3D wise, I, as far as yeah. 3D houses go, I thought that that was one of the best that we've ever been in. So, uh, looking to see what they do with that. Um, and they have another house this year called Demon's Revenge that's new. Um, so, I, I have to imagine that maybe that house is being built over where the um, cabins. Well, I was thinking more that that could be. Well, they still they still have dead woods, so I was thinking they don't mention the hayride anymore. So I'm, I'm guessing oh, the no. space is uh, being used for the hayride was. Oh no 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 no! Because that was like yeah. the best thing there. Yeah, it looks like it's gone. Wait um, a minute, I'm looking at it. So rage. What's this pumpkin or zombie paintball salt? Yeah, so they've had zombie paintball the last two years, and uh, I think that they've expanded that this year, so maybe they, that's being used where the, the hayride was, or splitting that between Demon's Revenge and zombie paintball. That's been a lot of fun, where you pay for paintballs and shoot the zombies, um, and we've had that on video for the last couple of years. Um, but Blackpool Prison is back, and Infected Ground Zero is back. Um, some of these trails and i'm not sure if it's going to apply for demon's revenge or rage but at least with blackpool and infected um you can, you can go through them and wear a necklace that glows that allows the actors to physically manhandle you so they will touch you and this is not like a light like uh um flag football or touch football type thing like in blackpool okay. prison you know, they've thrown me up against the wall and kind of ripped at my beard and stuff and Infected last year, um, they took Mary and uh, laid her down on a table and put her in a body bag and zipped the body bag over her head. Um, so it's a little bit more on the terrifying side than what you'd expect, you know, going through a house with 30 Michael Myers inside of it. Um, it it's, it's a legit scary event. And it, I never have not left that event the last two years and saying, like, man, things could have been better. Like, it is awesome. <laughs> mm. Uh, and the, actually, the one thing about Hollow Scream this year, we're not doing the Fright Fest thing. I'm at the Fright Feast, is the, if that's the thing, right? Is that a thing? It's a thing. Fright Feast? Yeah, it is Fright Feast. Um, last year, we didn't have a really good time at the show that they had there, and they haven't announced like what the show is for this year, so that's kind of a skip. Um, but uh, we are going to do like the Skip the Lines type of um, package. And again, for Hollow Scream, I mean, the prices for tickets were, uh, you know, at, a, at one point for pass holders, it was like 20 bucks for a ticket to get into Hollow Scream. I mean, and now I believe it's uh, $39 to, to get in for the event. You can't beat those prices. And Hollow Scream to me, again, if that event was closer to me than um, it is now, I would be there uh, probably more often than I'd go to Halloween Horror Nights. It's just. Um, Sad but true. It is a scary event. Anyway, that's uh, that's the immediate plans for haunts. And then, uh, you know, forecasting further into the cheap seats calendar, at least, we're looking at Atlanta to get up to Netherworld and uh, Six Flags. Um, and that's either the following weekend or the weekend after. So trying to plan it out. By the way, what you should do, number one tip for any of these places that you go to is 
bring a super comfortable pair of shoes. So um, I've, I've put that out there many times in the past, and I didn't follow my own rules for Friday night at um, Halloween uh, Horror Nights and uh, wore a brand-new pair of sneakers that, that completely ripped my feet apart for nine and a half miles of walking. Oof. So yeah. that was the scariest thing of that event, besides the crowds and the heat. <laughs> Well, I think that's been a lot. Yeah, this was a jam-packed show. This is what happens when we don't record for a couple weeks. But um, if you, I'm I'm just looking at Twitter still. If you uh, are a fan of this show, you're likely a fan of the Haunted Mansion, like we are. Um, And if you come to the show via my channel, you you may also be a Funko fan, and it is uh, unlikely we are going to record before September 22nd, so <laughs> wanted to let you guys know that there is a limited edition Haunted Mansion Hitchhiking Ghost Funko Pop Vinyl oh God. coming to Disney World on September 22nd. Get two and mail me one. It's on Saturday? Oh, God. <laughs> is it Saturday that it goes on sale, you said? Yeah, uh, September Saturday. 22nd. It's going to be available at the Pin Traders store. Um, it'll be available in other places as well. Um, yeah, and it'll likely... Con- there will likely be a line at first, but then it'll be readily available, just like the Splash Mountain and Tiki Room ones. So you don't have to get a first day. Um, but uh, that, that's yeah, when it comes out. Years get it. Yeah, temper person. It's forty dollars too for one pop. It is, but it's it's a sweet looking pop. I know, but still. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle. Anything else before we wrap this thing up? No, I'm looking forward to maybe getting a couple of hours of sleep. well before we wrap up make sure you guys hit us up on twitter at four hauntsman or is it the four hauntsman it is at four hauntsman f-o-u-r spelled out um leave us feedback on this week's episode if you're listening to this on uh youtube leave us feedback in the comments down below and thank you guys for checking us out. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Easter Bunny.